This podcast is brought to you by jewishpodcasts.org. Start your very own podcast today at jewishpodcasts.org. In the halacha show yesterday, we mentioned something that I just want to clarify, then we'll discuss something else in Mitzvah Shem. The halacha is based on the Mechavim Shulchan Aruch, and Kufayin Dalitzif Beis, that if a person drinks wine and makes a hagafen on the wine, he doesn't have to make a, a shahakal on the other liquids that are in front of him. So it's a very typical case when you're at a Kiddush, and you make Kiddush on wine, which we spoke about yesterday is the more correct way, and then you're going to go for the schnapps and the soda or whatever else. So you don't have to make a shahakal on all the beverages. But there's just a couple things to know. First of all, this only helps if you actually drink from the wine. Matis, you asked me this yesterday. The Mishtabura writes, there's a long berhalach over there, but the short answer is, in order for this to work, you have to consume the wine as well. How much wine do you have to consume? So the Mishtabura seems to hold, you have to drink a mole lugmav. How much is a mole lugmav? So if you remember from before Yom Kippur, we spoke about it. Really, every person's individual different. They're the size of half a cheek. So you should really go home and test it. See how much one half cheek fills up. But the Paiskim say that since most of us are not going to test it, it's an average two ounces. So if you're going to drink two ounces of wine at the Kiddush, then you don't have to make a shahakal on the schnapps and a shahakal on the soda and a shahakal on all the other beverages. However, the Mishnah does discuss what happens if the beverages are not in front of you. Let's say they're in the back room. And you make Kiddush and then they bring out the soda. So the Mishnah discusses, if you knew it was going to come out, you knew that every Kiddush has schnapps and soda. It was just a question of, you know, Shapsi getting it out in time, whatever the case may be. So then it's good enough. But the preferred way is that it's in front of you, you see it, you know it's going to happen. Then there is no need to make a bracha. What happens if you drink less than two ounces of wine, but you had some wine? So the Baralacha seems to hold in that case, you should be Suffolk brachas lahakal. Don't make a bracha on the drink. Have someone else make a bracha on the drink and you'll answer Amen. Or make a bracha on the herring, make a bracha on the fish, the shahako, and that will go on the drinks as well. That's just something we spoke a little bit about yesterday. Yeah. And then you'll have the pot of the shahako before all that. Correct. Okay, what I really wanted to talk about, this was just because we mentioned this yesterday, came up in the show yesterday. I want to talk about an interesting scenario. I have a friend of mine who had a baby, a baby boy, and the baby boy was born relatively early, and uh, about six weeks early. And he tells me last Friday, he tells me 5 o'clock last Friday, they finally detached the baby from all the tubes, and the baby's good to go. I said, Gavaldik, so when's the bris? He told me the bris is Sunday. I said, why is the bris Sunday? You told me that 5 o'clock Friday was when they detached the baby. The Shulchan Aruch writes, it's a Meresh Samach Beis, Sif Beis, the Mechabah says, if you have a baby that's sick, whatever that means, sick is not so posh anyways, but then you have to wait 7 days, and on the 8th day, in the 8th lace, you give the baby the bris milah. So I said to him, if the baby told me, you told me 5 o'clock Friday, they took the last plug, the last tube out of the baby. Kabbalik. So the bris should be 5 o'clock Friday. Why is the bris Sunday morning? So I said to him, why is the bris Sunday morning? So he told me, I don't know, I'll double check. He calls up the rabbi, he calls up the moil, everyone's on board, the bris should be Sunday morning. So I said to him, something doesn't sound right. What are we missing over here? It's that when the baby is sick, you wait ace la ace, which comes out to be 24, 7 full days of 24 hours, takes you to Friday, 5 o'clock. So most people say, you can't make a bris at 5 o'clock. Shabbos is 5.30, 5.40, whatever it is. Is that really an answer? Is that a justification because it's just an inconvenient time to make a bris? On top of that, there's a chiddush from the Dvar of Ram. The great Kovna Rav, the last Rav of Kovna, he writes in the Sefer Dvar Ram, a Gevald Gechadish, he writes that a mila shulay bismano is more chomer than a mila bismano. He talks about the following scenario. Let's say you have one mile in town, and there's two bris. One is a mila bismane, a day eight baby, and one is a baby that's shulay bismane. Which baby goes first? So most of us would think the day eight baby goes first. Says the Dvar Ram, the contrary. 
The Shaloi Bismani goes first. Why? Because the Dvar has a right from a Rambam that in a Mila Shaloi Bismani, every minute that you delay, you're being Mavatul and Mitzvah Saseh. That's the Chiddush of the Dvar Rav. I'm not saying everyone agrees to him. We'll come back to the Dvar Rav. But that's the Chiddush of the Dvar Rav. So according to the Dvar Rav, for the record of Chaim Salvation, held like this Dvar Rav. But according to the Dvar Rav, you're, you're doing a big, big avalo over here. If you're going to push off the bris from Friday afternoon, <laughs> I understand you don't do a Milo Shabbos Mane and Shabbos that we all know. So now you push it off to Sunday. But you're pushing it off unnecessarily. So why would someone push off a bris? And this is not only this case. You'll hear of cases of Milo Shabbos Mane that somehow makes its way on Sunday. Yeah, yeah, they did it the following Sunday. They did it, it was this morning. Uh-huh, Sunday, right? No, 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 the following Sunday. So it, was, it, wasn't, it wasn't the earliest man, it was three, two days later. <coughs> so Vafas, what's the shot? So the truth is, if you look in, in Yeridea, in the Taz, the Taz in Semirei Shamachabes quotes a Tashbitz. The Tashbitz we mentioned, this is going to be important, Allah Lamaisa, was the Talmud of the Maram Rutenberg. Why is that important? Because the Tashbitz was a Talmud of Maram Rutenberg, Maram Rutenberg was German. Keep that in mind as we continue. So the Maram, the, the Tashbits writes the following Chiddush. The, the Taz quotes it. He misquotes it. He says it's a Rajba, but we know it's a Tashbits. But he quotes it from the Bedek Abayas. Who was the Bedek Abayas? The Beis Yosef. Beis Yosef Cairo. Now we'll see why that's important. And the Tashbits comes up with the following halacha. The Tashbits says if you have a Mila Shleibes or a Ger, you don't do the bris on Thursday. No Thursday brisim for Mila Shleibes Favos, where did this come from? So the Tashbits explains, we know there's a Gemara in Shabbos. The Gemara in Shabbos says, you're not allowed to go on a boat. You're not allowed to go on a cruise three days before Shabbos. Three days before Shabbos. This is actually in the Gea Someone once called me. They wanted to go on a cruise. There's about eight reasons in the Rishonim why you're not allowed to go on a cruise three days before Shabbos. One of the reasons is because we're afraid that three days into the, into the cruise, something will happen. Either you'll be sick and you'll have to be Michal Shabbos, or something's going to go wrong, you have to be Michal Shabbos. So three days in, we always think something's going to go wrong. So says the Tash, but here also, three days into the bris is going to be when, if you give the baby bris on Thursday, the third day Shabbos. So why are you setting yourself up for Chilol Shabbos? Since so, therefore, says the Tashbits, don't set yourself up for Chilol Shabbos. So don't make the bris on Thursday. Now, this is obviously a... Okay. What? Friday's oh, okay. what about Friday? So, Chayr, it sounds like Friday is, is okay. Comes along the Taz and he says, and kosher can, you can't do the bris on Friday. Of course, it's the first three days. Oh, so the Taz argues you can't do the bris on Friday because he's for sure the second day he's going to be shvach the baby, right? So if the baby has the bris on Friday, for sure he's going to be shvach on Shabbos. So therefore, writes the Taz, you can't do the bris Thursday, you can't do the bris Friday. Atkan hataz. Now, the Bethikabais that quotes the Tashbits doesn't say Friday, it just says Thursday. But the Taz added Friday. Comes along the Shach, and the Shach says, what are you talking about? The Gemara in Shabbos, where the Tashbis was coming off of, that says, you're not allowed to go on a boat three days before Shabbos, because you may have been Michal Shabbos, has a rule that let's serve mitzvah mutter. If you're going on a boat for a mitzvah, then you're allowed to go three days before Shabbos. So Frek the Shach, we're talking about meal over here. Isn't that a mitzvah? So Frek the Shach, how could the Tashbut say you're not allowed to take a meal of three days before Shabbos because me having Bechal Shabbos based on the Gemara in Shabbos. The Gemara says in Shabbos that L'Tzarech Mitzvah you are allowed to. So the Shach disagrees adamantly on the Taz. He says, Avadi, do the bris on Thursday. Rabbi Kiva Eger asks on the Taz that the Taz made up a day. The Tashbut never said anything about Friday. The Tashbut said Thursday. Who gave the Taz this additional right to add Friday into the mix? And therefore for that reason he disagrees as well. So how do we paskin? Allah so normally the rule is we go like the shach. We don't go like the taz. Especially with this this taz has quite a few problems to it. So if you look in the early achreinim, such as the chacham tzvi, the Yaakov Emdin, Sam Seifer, they all paskin like the shach. You do a midas shabbos on Thursday. You do it on Friday as well. 
The Magen Avram in Hilcha Shabbos, Simon Shin Laman Aleph, quotes this halacha, and he also says like the Shach, and that's what the Mishnah Brewer writes in Hilcha Shabbos, and that's what the Rechashulchan writes, they all paskin that was supposed to follow the Shach, not the Taz, which means there should be no reason not to do the bris on Thursday or on Friday. Now again, Friday here's a double Chiddush, because that's not really what the Tazbit said. If it would be Thursday, I hear, but to tell me not to do it on Friday because of the Tashbits, that's only if you hold like the Tash. Rabbi Shalom Zalman is quoted in Nishvas of Rome as saying the accepted practice is to do a Mila Shalom Bazmani on Thursday and Friday. That's accepted practice. Rabbi Shalom Vazna writes like that. And the Moshe Shemach writes in the Truva the same thing. He says, I've been involved in cases at the moment the Moel says good to go, we go no matter what time it is. So I was very troubled by this. I didn't understand what was going on. So I spoke to a friend of mine who's a Moel. So it's great today. Today everyone has a chat. Whatever business you're in, you have a chat about it. So he told me there's a Moel's chat. So he put it out on the Moyles chat. You know, what's, what's the feedback? So he, got, he told me he got the following feedback. He said, one Moyle told him that by his own bris, he was yellow, his, his bris was supposed to be Tuesday, he was yellow. The Moyle came on Friday, Rabbi Zimmerman, the old Rabbi Zimmerman, the uncle of the one who does it now, it was my Moyle. So he looked at the baby Friday afternoon before Shabbos, he said, no, we're good to go, let's go right now. Did the meal on the spot Friday, no problems. So clearly he don't, he, we don't assume like this. Tashbits. Then he told me that Rabbi Heineman from Baltimore tells Yekis that they should wait till Sunday. So I was trying to figure out, what's up is Yekis? The Taz and the Shach, when neither of them lived in any of the, those countries. So I was thinking, maybe because of the Tashbits. The Tashbits was a Talmud of Namarubah. He lived in Germany. So he lived in Germany. I'll respect for the, you know, the, the Baal Hayra. Maybe that's why he said that, that's what this fellow told me. That Ramesha Heinemann tells people that are Yekis that they should wait till Sunday out of respect, I guess, for this Tashbits. But everyone else seems to assume not like that. The only people that are very mocked on this is Svartim. Ravad Yosef writes in the Tshuva, he says, no, 100%. Svaradim, do not do a bris, not on Thursday, not on Friday. The problem is, the Mangan of Ron points out, that how much Chol Shabbos happens today at a bris? Statistically speaking, how many babies on the third day of the meal have to be rushed to the hospital? Very low, Baruch Hashem. Science has improved, medicine has improved, everything has improved. So the whole shash is so far-fetched. You're not going to do the bris on Thursday because your baby's going to be mechal. Back then they used to wash the baby on the third day. We don't wash our babies on the third day in hot water. So the whole shash is far-fetched. Rabbi Vadi says, I don't care. You still can't do a mila on the third day. That's what Sfaradim holds to the end. Sfaradim will not do a mila shalei on Thursday or Friday. Chassidim also. Some of the Chassidish communities are very mocked on this, such as Bells. Um, Bells has another chumrah. Bells won't do a bris shalei on Sunday. Why would you not do a bris shalei So the... So the Divrei Yatsi, the Klozenberg Rebbe has a tshuva, who he tries to figure this out. He says, where does this come from? You wouldn't do a Mila Shalabas Mane on a Sunday? So he quotes from Aaron Belzer, quotes from the Belzer Rebbe. He said, because the Gemara says in Tainus that we never start a series of fasts on Sunday. We all know the Bahab is always Monday. Why not Sunday? So he says, because two reasons he gives. I forgot already. One reason is because we lose the Nisham Yisera, so we get Shvach. So for Shvach, it's not a good day to start. So he said, same thing with the baby. So it's not healthy for the baby to start a bris on Sunday. So the, Klo- the, the, the Klozenberg Rebbe writes the truth. He says, with all due respect, I never heard of this. It doesn't make sense to me. And he doesn't buy into it. But they say that the Belzer Hasidim won't do a Milo Shabbos Manek. Not Wednesday. Not, I'm sorry. Not Wednesday. Not Thursday. Not Friday. Not Sunday. He left for two days to do a Milo Shabbos Manek if you are a Belzer Hasidim. So I asked this guy again. I said, follow up again. Tell me, no. He spoke to a very Hashem. Well, we're not going to use his name. Very, very Hashem. Well, these people know a lot more about meal than I do. And they said, no, the meal is going to be on Sunday. Taka the Bris was this morning. Still, I still don't understand why. Unless the Moyle assumes that the accepted practice today is like the Tashbits. If you look at all the other Achrayim, it doesn't sound like that. It sounds like... the Svatim come to the Tash? No Thursday, Friday. That, uh, what do you mean? Ravana Yosef says no Thursday, Friday. He says no Thursday, Friday. What's his source? He calls the Taz. He goes with the Taz. Yeah, he goes with the Taz that says no Thursday, no Friday. Nobody. Yeah, he decided for this halacha. So Rabbi Asher Weiss, 
Dying Weiss in Eretz Yisrael, Basha Weiss. So he has a tshuva where he says that, what about today? What does Svaradim hold today? So he said, Rabbi Yashiv says that Svaradim today should stick to it and still not do it Thursday, Friday. He says he disagrees. Rabbi Yashiv tells Svaradim that if you have a meal of money, do it on Thursday, do it on Friday, which is a big kiddush. It's a go mamish against Rabbi Yosef writes. So in conclusion, yeah. Still, so you're answering why you're not doing it on Friday. Uh, but why don't you wait seven days? No, they did. They waited a week. No, it was a week. They waited a week. Oh, they, waited? they waited a week and they did it the following Sunday. I'm sorry if I wasn't clear. They waited a full week. Why do you have to wait the middle of Shabbat So the Shabbat Shabbat Talachim Hashem Messina. That we wait for chayil, depending on what type of chayil it is. Can this is where things get a little complicated? If you told the Rabbi Zimmerman says with the yellow paper, right, right, because right. yellow, because yellow is not considered a chayil kol gufa. You have to be. It depends what type of sickness you have. The Shulchan Aruch writes if it's not a chayil kol gufa, it's chayil ever echad. Then the moment you have, you go. Wow. So that's yeah, yeah. That, that's the, the side the side point. So now the truth is, I was still troubled with this. So last night, question. yeah. Where did you get the Neisla is five o'clock? Where does it say? That's what says the Shulchan Aruch. It's always maize. No, here it says here it says you do it like that. Here it says you do it. No, no, usually you don't. We don't. Usually we don't do ace lace, right? That's right, that's right. Here at the Shulchanach writes me ace lace. It says in Shulchanach. Reish Samach Bez Sif Bez. But we actually don't do that. What? For a chayla we do. This is only by a chayla. This is by a chayla. No, we don't do ace lace, no. We wait until the eighth day. So if the baby is sick, you wait seven days after it gets not sick. Yes. And then you do it Yes. So on Friday, seven days later, is Thursday. No, you wait into the eighth day like you do for a meal. Seven full days and into the eighth day like you do for a regular meal. Oh. That's what it means. So, so, so it would be five o'clock. That's right. So I thought the bridge should be Friday. They said no. So someone told me because it's too inconveniencing. I said, I can't believe that's the Allah. I find it hard to imagine. That would be the Allah. It's an inconvenience. First of all, the whole Sudas bris, it's not so posh that it's such a big deal. What, 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 you, what type of Sudas bris do you think they had in Europe? Like we have today catered with hot dishes. They had a little soda at best. So make that in your house. He says, I've been to these bris. And he says, and if you feel bad that your son didn't get a full-blown bris, make him one on Sunday and say some divrei tire and that'll be good enough also. So I, I felt bad pushing the father so much. But uh, I asked him again. He told me that's what the rabbi said. That's what the mayor said. I said, okay, I'm a vatal das. I don't get it. I'm assuming the only justification I can figure out is that maybe we do take this tashbits very seriously. And therefore we push off, which again, according to the Devar of Rum, every minute that they delayed, they were mavatal mitzvah saseh. Now, not everyone possibly is like the Devar of Rum. Fine. But I just, I thought it was an interesting shayla. So next time you hear about Amila Shalai Bezman, just, you know, just keep in mind that sometimes they have a little bit of a wiggle room, especially if you're Chassidish or Svadish, maybe even Yekis, they will push it off. Now, a Sunday bris is not always the benefit for the father. I was talking to the father, he said the difference in price is quite significant when you make a Sunday morning bris. So, okay, he would have been happy with the Friday bris in his house at 5 o'clock for, you know, just the immediate family. But nonetheless, he got the, uh, the full-blown Sunday morning bris. But that just, I thought, was an interesting thing. The mamas just happened about Amila Shalai Bezman. Okay.